What's up, everyone? Dustin Bass here with just a quick little request. If you enjoy our podcast, could you do us a huge favor and leave us a rating and a review? The reason we ask you to do that is because when we get more ratings and reviews, more people are able to find the show. So if you're enjoying the content that we're putting out, we would greatly appreciate if you helped spread the word. So leave us a rating, leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Thanks so much. And let's get on with the show. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode one of the Sons of History podcast. I'm Dustin Bass, and my brand new guest over across the way is should I Alan Joachim. Should I say it or just wait till you announce it? I don't know. This is your first episode. How is this my first episode? Because it's 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 always I, it's because it's always of the, a brand new experience. Because of the microphone. Because okay. of the microphone. This is Alan Joaquin, the abused partner <laughs> of the Sons of History. Yeah, how does it feel? Uh, you know, if they ever build a statue of you, I'm going to have it defaced and then torn down, possibly even beheaded. Really? Yeah. If they build a statue of you, I can't imagine that they would, but. You know, well, a lot of people build statues of a lot of things. Well, if we ever get a Grammy or something, a Grammy, I don't know. We what? don't even do music. Don't no, they have Grammys for people who speak, and or is that a Emmy? I, I I have no idea anymore. Yeah, I don't watch any of those shows. I don't even watch the Academy Awards anymore. No, I don't either. Yeah. Academy Awards, it's a, it's just stress. Yeah, I love movies. Uh huh. But I hate the Academy Awards now. Yeah. Because I'm just stressed out the whole time. Like, what political statement are they going to make now? Right. You know? Right. You know, there was uh, uh, South Park. They did a thing where they had the Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. And they had um, Whoopi Goldberg as the host. Yeah. And she comes out. And the first thing she says is, I hate Republicans. (laughs) And everyone's like cheering. (sighs) Republicans are so evil. (sighs) I hate Republicans. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's it. That's all they did. That's pretty much it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't watch, if well, I don't watch South Park. Uh, I used to. Mm-hmm. If you've never experienced South Park, then you're missing out. You really are. I think South Park, and I'm not a fan of the show, really. I mean, I used to be. I grew up, you know, watching it mm-hmm. in teenage years. But that is the most equally offensive show on the market. Yeah, it is. And I truly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I remember they wanted to have, because uh, they, they would have Jesus on there. Oh, yeah, quite frequently. And they, they wanted to have Muhammad right. on there. And that's when the Comedy Central was like, um, no, we can't do that. And they like let Comedy Central know. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're really not about keeping it the same, right. keeping it fair keeping everyone on the same playing field mm-hmm. like we get it and it's like well yeah i mean it's, it's very true mm-hmm. and at the same time i think the uh the executives and everybody at comedy Central is like well it's not so much about being fair it's about not having our uh, facilities blown to bits right you know and everybody killed <laughs> so well after what happened with denmark when they had the muhammad cartoons denmark that, and then yeah. the thing in france mm-hmm. um oh the, the charlie charlie hebo yeah whatever those uh, charlie Charles, charlie yeah. something yeah um but yeah but yeah south park south park's good stuff 
They, the, when the, I remember the point, to, to the fact to the fact that they're very yeah. you know they're just across the board like let's just go after everybody. When they went after Tom Cruise in Scientology, they lost uh, Chef Isaac Hayes because Isaac Hayes was a Scientologist. Really? Yeah, and and he was telling them do you uh, do not make fun of Scientology, and they were like, well, we we make fun of all religions, Jews, Christians, and. You're okay with that, but now that we're doing one on Scientology, you're threatening to leave the show, and he left the show. Wow. So they killed him off in the uh, um, in one of the episodes. Gotta kill him off. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took a p- poop in his pants and everything. Yeah? Yeah, you know how they, in the show, where when people die, they, they crap their pants? <laughs> so they had him crap his pants. So, ladies and gentlemen, you would be surprised mm-hmm. that today's episode, or this week's episode, is not about South Park. No. But it has a little bit to do with it. Um, We've got absolute chaos in American streets and numerous cities. Um, Portland, Seattle. Portland is, they're now in almost reaching two consecutive months every night of having some kind of uh, protest Mm -hmm. or anarchy on the streets. What a disaster. Mm -hmm. What an absolute disaster and it's like well it's not about george floyd anymore no it's not about george floyd yeah and that's what sucks is like i was having a conversation with a friend of mine like i knew this was going to happen Mm -hmm. you had a moment in time where pretty much all american citizens came together and like okay what what in god's name is going on here let's make some changes and you and i were big parts of that conversation, even recently. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and it is true, things get hijacked. hmm Where now it's like George Floyd is like, there are people still out there like, you know, we need to do stuff in the name of George Floyd, but they're drowned out by just the anarchists and then people just radicals. And it's just... And then you get these demands that are being made, and you will meet our demands. Yeah. And like, see, this is why, this is why progress in a lot of ways doesn't happen, mm-hmm. is because you will pinpoint specific things that are like, okay, that makes sense. That does need to change. Right. And there are so many things that need to be altered. Mm-hmm. But then you start making such idiotic claims. Right. Well, well no, I was going to say that you know we, I've actually had conversations. Um, Last week, last Sunday, I had a Sunday edition of the Tuesday Night History, mm-hmm. and I had uh, a good friend of mine from high school named Tim Cole, and his son, um, also Tim, but he goes by Timoteo. And, you know, we spoke for two and a half hours about race relations. Yeah. And, you know, during our conversation, we came to agreements on a few things, such as the, the gentleman who was killed in Atlanta. Uh, could there have been an alternative? Because both the police and the victim were cooperating. They were polite. They were pleasant to each other, very mm-hmm. respectful to each other. And, you know, he was the guy who fell asleep drunk, yeah, fell asleep um, drunk at the Wendy's. Wendy's. Um, but as soon as the, the policeman said, okay, we're going to have to arrest you, and he, and he grabs his arm and tries to put handcuffs, mm-hmm. the guy flipped out. Yeah. And he ends up I mean, yeah, he, he grabbed the taser, he, he scuffled with the two cops, grabbed the taser, ran off. Shot it at him. And as he was shooting backwards, he was running backwards or 
pointing it at the cop right behind him to shoot him with a stun gun. The other cop shot him twice. I, th- I believe he shot him twice. But, but what we came to an agreement on was that maybe what to de-escalate the situation, the police should have just cited him and stated, okay, you are getting um, a DWI, but we're not going to arrest you. Yeah. You, we're going to impound your car. We're going to take the keys. You need to bring somebody, get yeah. somebody over here right now to come pick you up. Mm-hmm. Okay, you de-escalate this because he's not a violent criminal. Granted, okay, I didn't know about his record, yeah. and that is a separate issue. If, right. if they're on parole, that's a different story. Yeah. But, but if it's just a DWI and it's not, they're not robbing someone. They're not uh, being violent. You can come to an agreement that to de-escalate a situation. Just you know, cite him, but don't arrest him. Yeah, and don't don't take extreme measures because right. here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people really understand. We're going to get into the statues situation in a in a second, but a lot of people don't think they're like, look, you you broke the law, you shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Part of the process is you get arrested and thrown in jail. A lot of people who who say that as like, that's just part of it, you know, you just go along with it, Mm -hmm. have one never gone to jail, more than likely. They don't understand the effects Mm -hmm. of going to jail. Right. The jail is probably the worst place on in this country to go to, and especially county jails in big cities. County jails, like the one here in Harris County, mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. you've been there. Have you been there? I, I had a friend that was arrested because yeah. he didn't pay child support, and mm-hmm. I went to go. Um, it's an absolute. It, it, it's, it was, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm not here. I yeah. remember just trying to talk to him. It wasn't where, you know, you had yeah. a phone and you could hear it. You, you have to yell in, through. In, in a little speaker thing that smells like a butthole. Right. Yeah. And, and people's mouths have been on it because you can't hear the other yeah. person very well. And you it, have, you're having to yell. Everyone's yelling. It is a dehumanizing place. Mm-hmm. Reserved for crim- like Viol- bad, I think, bad criminals. Yeah, violent criminals yeah. or people who screw people out of Of course, we just, we, we're, just, we're, we're locking up people left and right for, mm-hmm. for random stuff, stuff. Stuff like that. So I completely agree with what you're saying. It's like a de-escalation process should be don't massively ex- escalate the, the situation saying okay we're gonna put uh, we're taking you to jail really Mm -hmm. like anyone can become violent let's get that straight anyone can become violent including myself and i will speak directly to myself if i had done something let's take for instance this horse crap that's been going on with the covid situation wearing masks and stuff and like okay you're not wearing a mask we're gonna arrest you there's a good chance that i would resist Mm mm-hmm there's a good chance. Out of just principle, what happens when you resist? You're just putting on more charges right. against you. Right. And now something that was like, okay, and and I'm sure like newspapers and, and media outlets would be like, if he had just listened and done what they said, he would mm-hmm. have gotten off with whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen like, that. I've seen that. You don't understand the concept of being subjugated then mm-hmm. for something that is idiotic. And 
rest true. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. A lot of idiotic laws on the books. Yes. A and, lot and, of and, and, you know, and a lot of laws, we don't even freaking know what they are. And in, not just in arresting people, but in all situations, if violence is about to occur, de-escalate it. Why do you need to get into a fight? I can understand there are certain things, yes, you do, that you have to fight. Um, and but But in a situation like that, whether it's wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, whether it's the DWI, w- whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if he is flying down the roads, he's being chased, and, and he crashes into a car and kills people, or just is flying down the road, period, to get away from the police. Yeah. And, and they, ca- okay, yes, yeah, that, different that's a different situation. You have to use common sense. But a guy who's a, who has fallen asleep, yeah, in a parking lot, and, he, and he's and he's being cooperative. He's being polite. He's and the thing is, it's it's quote unquote illegal mm-hmm. to be drunk mm-hmm. and having your car parked and you sleeping in your car. You cannot be drunk, quote unquote, behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Even so, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna, you know what? I can't drive. I'm sleeping this Sunday. Yeah, Willie, off. N- Willie Nelson, I believe he was uh, arrested. For that very thing, yep. he's like, "Look, I'm too." He was sitting thinking, "You know what? I'm too drunk to drive." So he pulled over, and fell asleep, and he was arrested. And I'm, I'm thinking, what choice are you giving people? Yeah. And you know, and if you leave your car in certain establishments, they're gonna tow it. You know, you can't leave your car parked here overnight. Exactly. Um, and and then they're kicking you out. Say at two a.m., you gotta leave. Yeah. You have to leave. Like, I'm not they, ready to leave. They, are, yeah, they well. are basically moving people into a little funnel where it all leads to one thing, and that's arrest. Yeah. I just so. say, in, in, in a vast majority of cases, leave people alone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. You know? I mean, I, I think if you're a violent person or you, hurt, you harm somebody mm-hmm. in some way, whether it's financially or, or physically, yes, that's what jail is for but, but anyway yeah, we're, but, but we're I mean, getting off the subject we're getting off here. the subject to an extent mm-hmm. because i think that that has something to do with and i say something mm-hmm. i don't want to go so far as to say i think that has a lot to do with mm-hmm. what is going on right now with tearing down statues and stuff like that i don't think that that's the case mm-hmm. i think what is in, in in this instance with these laws that are on the books that we don't know and it's just too restrictive and you get thrown to jail for random stuff or you get cited for some, just almost anything mm-hmm. i think that is a point of conflict and contention but you see what's going on right now that's indoctrination that is indoctrination saying this country hates people of color mm-hmm. this country was built upon racism and we've got to tear it down to its roots and then destroy the roots and we've talked about that but and we talked about that uh, before the Dr. Stephen Harden um, shows, the two before. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go listen to those, go ahead, check those out. I want to talk about the statues that are being removed, but not so much which ones, but the question of being, should these statues be removed? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well... From a historical perspective, uh, I say leave them, leave them where they are. You can add statues. This is what I have suggested to some people. You can add statues. For instance, there's a statue of Robert E. Lee in a public square. Okay, hire 
in an artist or an artisan or whatever you call them to build a statue of, say, Ulysses S. Grant or Sheridan or whoever, whoever opposedly maybe Meade, Gettysburg. And, you know, you can move the, you can move the statues, but f- make them face each other. And you, you're actually going to be telling a story of the two sides and what, what happened in the past. Rather than sitting and saying, okay, we're going to remove it because that's just the way it is. He was evil. He was evil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I've, and I've had this discussion, and I even said this to the two Tims that I had the discussion with last week. What I told them is, is that in civilizations, in, in you know, all humans are to some extent tribal. In the Middle East, there's a saying that if two brothers are fighting and a cousin joins in to help one of the brothers, the two brothers are going to unite and fight the cousin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in in tribal tribal areas, and this is sometimes even in nations where they refuse to extradite if somebody does something wrong. If someone does something from country A and does something to a person in country B, country B now is like, okay, we want some kind of um, punishment on this guy who lives in country A. China or any other country is going to say, no, you, you can't have this guy. You know, Mexico, for instance, there was there was a serial killer. He was a, re- they called him the railroad, railroad killer. Yeah. Yeah, the railroad guy. Okay. He fled back to Mexico. Rail car killer. Rail car killer. Yeah. Okay. His name was Angel something or other. And he was in Mexico. And Mexico was like, no, you can't have him unless you guarantee us that he's not going to be executed. And I'm like, this guy butchered people. But the Mexicans were still like, you can't have him. We know he's a, you know, the devil incarnate, but you can't have him. It's just the way people are. It, it's a tribal thing. You can't have this person. He is ours. We'll we'll either punish him or you know, and and we understand he did something very wrong, but but we will we will handle it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the same thing happened. We had a teenager who was doing something in Singapore, and they wanted to cane him. And the first George Bush was like, nope, don't cane him. He's an American citizen. Well, he did things that he was vandalizing cars in Singapore. And, you know, if you vandalize cars in Singapore, there's a punishment. And the punishment is caning. Now, most Americans were like, screw it, let him be caned. He was, yeah. he was a jerk. Our government said no. So, where do the statues come in? Everybody, everybody knows that... Slavery was an abomination. We know that. Everybody knows that. But there is still that Southern heritage, you know, where... And I, I've heard both sides of this, where Robert E. Lee was... He did own slaves at some point, and he, he did give them up. I don't know if he did it willingly or what. But, you know, Robert E. Lee did not want to fight the United States. Now, this is a proven fact. Robert E. Lee did not want to fight the United States. He wanted to defend Virginia. And he wanted to defend Virginia from what he thought was a federal government that was imposing itself on a sovereign state. So that's the argument that Southerners have. So when you tear down a statue of Robert E. Lee and you're stating that um, a university such as Washington and Lee or all these high schools named after Robert E. Lee or... The Dukes of Hazard, where um, the car is called the Robert E. Lee, 
and you have the Confederate flag on there. And now you're suddenly saying you can no longer show this or, or we can't have a Robert E. Lee this or a Robert E. Lee that. What you're doing is the same thing as where country A is now, knowing that this person was wrong with what he did, we are now going to defend this person. We are now going to defend Robert E. Lee. We know Robert E. Lee, you know, shouldn't have fought uh, the United States, but don't come in here and tell us we have to remove the statue. So what, you've ha what you have now is, is that you have divided the people where you may have a legitimate argument that, you know, look, what they did was wrong. We understand that. But now, Southerners are now going to back up and defend their Southern heritage, no matter what the cost. And the other side is going to sit and say, no, you're going to move, you're going to remove that statue, mm -hmm. no matter what. You, you are going to remove it. And the Southerners like going, oh, try it. No, we're not. Mm -hmm. And this is what has now happened, not just with Robert E. Lee, but there are people, Texas A&M, for instance, Sol Ross. There's a statue of Sol Ross. Now, Sol Ross did a lot of good things for black people, a lot. He, um, I don't know if he established Purview A&M. He didn't establish Texas A&M, but he kept Texas A&M alive. And he, and he either did the same thing for Prairie View A&M or he created Prairie View A&M, which is still a black institution to this very day. Well, you have the quarterback who, what, was he 18 years old, 20 years old? I don't know what he is. It's coming in there and saying, you know what? That statue has to come down because he fought in the Confederacy. Okay, if you lived in Texas, you fought for Texas. Mm -hmm. If you lived in Louisiana, you fought for Louisiana. You didn't say, to, you, didn't say you know what, I'm going to go live in Pennsylvania and go fight for Pennsylvania. You fought for Texas. You fought mm -hmm. for, you, I mean, it's, it's just the way it was. Saul Ross did the same thing. So now you have some of the athletes at Texas A&M want Saul Ross's statue removed. This guy established a school just about. He, the school exists because of him, and he's in a statue not as a soldier but as a statesman. So for the first time that I have ever heard, mm -hmm. Aggies are now separated. They're divided. When the athletes, the Texas A&M athletes, marched to go protest the statue to have it removed, they were met by a larger group of Aggies that were like, the hell, the hell you are, you're not touching that statue. A division at a school that has always been united has now been created mm -hmm. because people are stating, you're going to tear it down no matter what. This is how it's going to be. So if you're going to do that, the consequences are going to be people are going to defend their heritage or something that they firmly believe in, regardless of the fact that they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Long-winded, but... Yeah, and, and my... Um, here's, here's my question. Is... Because you, you mentioned the, the Southern heritage, um, but is it Southern... The heritage of, of any kind that has to be defended? That's, that's the question, is why are because this idea of okay we got to get rid of these these statues and I'll, I'll i'll gloss over real quick there are idiots out in the street that are saying we got to tear down the statues 
even the statues of, of extremely righteous men mm-hmm. um, who are p- priests. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, Frederick they're, Douglass. They're like, yeah, Frederick Douglass um, was torn down. 54th Infantry was, was you know, defaced. Matthias, defaced. Matthias just, Baldwin was defaced. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, here's the thing is like those out in the street that are, that are sort of um, taking over more mm-hmm. or less what is what what could have been something that is like some type of conversation that could have happened. Mm -hmm. That's beside the point. But to your point of people like Robert E. Lee, Mm -hmm. the idea behind Robert E. Lee is he was the commander in chief. He like, he was over the army of the Confederacy, Mm -hmm. which was against the United States of America against the Union. Correct. They separated to become their own nation. Correct. When you have a statue mm-hmm. sculpted and put into a public place, that's not put into the public place as a lesson for this is the type of person you don't want to be, or this man actually you know, tore this nation apart, helped tear this nation apart. Mm -hmm. That's not the lesson. Mm -hmm. The lesson is, oh, here's a great man. And that's false. He Mm -hmm. may have been a great man militarily. Mm -hmm. He may have had, um, he may have been a good man, but he made a detrimental decision that was detrimental not just to him and his legacy Mm -hmm. that he had built up all of his life, but detrimental to the United States of America. And here's my next question, Mm -hmm. and why I think statues of Confederate generals and the Confederate statues and stuff, I don't think that they should be up. Okay. And here's my correlation or a parallel. How many statues are up in public places of Benedict Arnold? Okay, well, I, 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 I see what I you're submit saying. There are zero. Okay, there are. If you go to London, there is a statue of Oliver Cromwell outside of Parliament. Okay, Oliver Cromwell killed King Charles the First. You have a statue of George Washington there. George Washington was just as guilty to England as Robert E. Lee was guilty to Washington D.C was as guilty as he was. The only difference was that George Washington was successful. Robert E. Lee was not. If you're going to compare what they did to the governments, then then you can compare Washington to England as Robert E. Lee is to the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going I'm I'm to stop you right there because two different things. Okay. One, Robert E. Lee mm-hmm. was part of a nation that already existed, and he helped split that nation. So did George Washington. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. George Washington was part of a colony of a nation. He was not in Great Britain. He was part of it via a colony that was not being treated equally Mm -hmm. as that was the whole basis of them saying, we got to get the hell out of here because they're not treating us equally. He was still a citizen. George Washington... George they were Washington. not treated as such, and they were in a colony. It would be the same as any other colony I'm, that the British Empire had. I think outside yeah. of. I think I think Great you're. Britain. I think you're wrong. 
Okay. I think you're wrong, and here's why. Now, first of all, I want to make this very clear. I am not a fan of the Confederacy. I'm not defending the Confederacy. Right. Okay? No, I get it. I'm not. And, and I've even and stated... And I hope people understand Yeah. That. We're not... Believe me, we're not defenders of the Confederacy. I What I'm, what I'm stating is that when you... We were talking about de-escalation. When you create a situation where you're demanding statues come down that, that some people are going to defend... You're going to create a problem, and you right. have to understand the consequences. So I'm just saying that there's a better way instead of tearing down. But that's another thing. Okay, in yeah, terms and of I George want to get Washington, to that later. Okay, but... in terms of George Washington, George Washington mm-hmm. fought for England during Correct. the French and Indian War. He was an English citizen. He was, and, not, but... an, he was not an American citizen because there was no America. So right, he was but a... he was not allowed to be in the royal army correct well had he paid a commission he wanted to become uh, an army officer i i i want to say that he did serve but he served as a provincial i think the best provincial. he was able to he was, do was with he was the a Virginia provincial militia you are he was a provincial soldier mm-hmm. but had he paid a certain because in england you became an officer because you paid for your commission anybody could be an officer you didn't even they you didn't have to be uh, have any type of military training. So Washington wanted to be a major, mm-hmm. but he wrote a letter stating, I'd like to be a major. And they're like going, you know, toss, toss this in the trash. You know, pay up. You want to be a major? Pay up. And that's... And George Washington would have been a major in the British Army had he done that. Right, and we understand like that. That was so, sort of how things went within right. the British so, Army. Whether it was whether it was a um, a province, whether it was a colony, whether it was a vassal state, or whether it was actual nation, it was still Virginia was still part of the the British uh, Kingdom or the British Empire. I don't even know if it's called an empire at that time, but it was still part of the Kingdom of Great Britain. Um, so he was just as guilty to the crown as Robert E. Lee was to the federal the, U- the United States federal government. There, there was the same type of guilt. The difference was that Robert E. Lee lost George Washington won. That, that's all I'm saying if you're going to compare it like that. So I mean, take it, take it as I, take am, it as it I am, is. But what I about, made the comparison yeah. between one: you're mm-hmm. already in a nation; you're not part of a colony. But what about Oliver Cromwell? There's a statue of Oliver Cromwell that sits in London. It's it's right by the Parliament Building. I saw it with my own eyes. Oliver Cromwell, he he overthrew the crown and he created a type of republic. Mm-hmm. Um, that only well, lasted for a few, like for a decade. I got, I got no problem with the Oliver Cromwell statue being there. One, that's UK's problem. Um, but two, with that, he's part of their, their history of like mm-hmm. rulers, right? Now, I wouldn't put a statue up of a new Confederate, but, but what about Saul Ross? Are you going to remove Saul Ross's, the guy that helped create Texas and Prairie View A&M? Are you going to remove his statue simply because... He served in the military. Yeah, he was a general, but he served in the military um, for the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with, with him? The whole thing, what mm-hmm. bothers me about this whole conversation is, is that I knew, I knew when I first heard that they were going to tear down Confederate statues was oh, they were not going to stop no, at Confederate statues. Not at all. Yep. And, 
And we have been proven right. We have been proven right time and time and time again. Which which only brings me to my point of should these statues be there? Why do why must we wait to have that conversation mm-hmm. once crap hits the fan? Like why are we why are we all of a sudden we're like, oh, okay, now you're setting cities on fire? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and consider this the statue conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you waiting for that? Because one, when you wait for that, mm-hmm. you make the rioters feel like they are they actually have a voice that you're listening to mm-hmm. and and it emboldens them right. to do more things. They're right. like, oh man, they're listening to us. Let's tear everything else down. Mm-hmm. So, no, I completely agree with the whole process of, of how things have gone mm-hmm. is a detriment because, you know, anarchists, these rioters, mm-hmm. they are not they're not about they're not reasonable. They're not about being right. reasonable. But no, if I went to if I went to Moscow, I would want to see Lenin's tomb. Now, I think right, Le- right. I think Lenin was a complete scumbag. That's his tomb. That's his tomb. He was listen. He was. Lenin and look, they have and here's the thing. He was a I, I've scumbag. written about that. Yeah, that's a completely different culture, obviously, because mm-hmm. they've got statues of Lenin and Stalin in various places, mm-hmm. and freaking China has. They've still got freaking Mao's photo. Yeah. I mean, they worship Mao as a as a god, more or less. But they've got Mao's big image in Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this no, I, guy yeah. was the worst thing that ever happened. To your country, right up there with freaking Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. Genghis Khan. There's a statue of Genghis Khan in uh, so Khan. It's a co- Khan, not Khan. There's a statue of Genghis <laughs> Khan. Yeah, in um, Ulaanbaatar, I think that's I the just, name of I mean, Mongolia. Like, but and and he slaughtered. Does uh, that make sense wise. to you? Yeah. Does that make sense to you? To have someone, and I'm not but, making a direct comparison between that those guys and Robert E. Lee. Right. But at the same time, I do believe. Well. For the, the reason, the subject, reason but... why they put the statues up in the first place was wrong. Okay, now I I do know that, and I, and I will state that. that Are they, you talking about Confederate statues the or Confederate Mao? statues? Okay. The reason the reason that they put some of the I don't know about all of them, but there were plenty of Confederate statues that they put up long after the Civil War. That was kind of a defiance of the federal government. Okay, and and I understand that, and some of them were were during the civil rights movements. I understand that, mm-hmm. um, but. For me personally, I want to go to, if I will go to Mongolia, I want to see the statue of uh, Genghis Khan, even though the man slaughtered percentage-wise, him and Tamer Lane slaughtered more people Mm -hmm. percentage-wise in the history of the world than any other. How old is that statue? I, I do not know. Is it very old? I, I don't know how old the statue is. I really don't. Well, that's the thing. Is like I think the longer the longer it's up, the more it seems like it's part of the nation's history. Okay. You know, but if you had a Genghis Khan statue, massive Genghis Khan statue that was erected four months ago, mm-hmm. we're well, like, man, I, I want to go and see that Genghis Khan statue. Not for its historical relevance. Maybe you would want to go see it because of how big it is and ornate. But at the same time, I would think that you would be like, why the hell did they build this? Mm-hmm. Why would they why would they do that? You know? And I think as as time goes by and you realize, like, okay, this this person, not a great individual, mm-hmm. you know? Like Changing the name to uh, I forgot I forgot the school 
Um, but it was like the John C. Calhoun school of whatever. And that mm-hmm. was changed like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was done out of this whole push for, we got to change, you know, all of this stuff. We got to remove the history of the Confederacy and everything like right. that. John C. Calhoun, smart guy, I, yes. statesman, not a great individual. The problem is this. You are opening the door for more. This is why the ACLU, even though I disagree with the ACLU, I understand why they do some of the things that they do. Correct. When they defend the KKK or the Nazis, it's not because they support the KKK or the right. Nazis, but it's if we can defend, and these, these terrible people can have a voice, then we've set the bar so that anybody else who doesn't reach their you know, crap mm-hmm. will will then know that they their speech is protected. If we can protect the Nazis and the KKK, then you're protected. Now, look at what happened. Okay, the, the Confederate statues. When they were talking about removing the Confederate statues, one of the things I thought about, and I was like, this it's it's gonna lead to it, is I think it's called King's Mountain. It's outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a work of art. Okay, they built they 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 etched um, was it Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee, and Jefferson Davis along the mountain. Okay, are you going to tear that down? Okay, you can't preserve it in a museum. Mm-hmm. Are you? You know, that's a work of art. Are you going to tear it down? The Taliban did the same thing to the Hindu. It, no, no, there were these Buddhist um, statues or. or Buddhist monuments along the side of mountains. They considered that um, uh, detrimental to their religion. They considered it an abomination, and they blew it up. The whole world was appealing to the Taliban, please don't remove those monuments. They did it. When ISIS captured much of Iraq, mm-hmm. they blew up a lot um, of stuff. They blew up a lot of stuff that they felt was, um, you know, because they are iconoclasts. So you cannot have any type of images. Mm-hmm. So there, there were, um, there were, there were pieces of art that were destroyed. There were temples that were destroyed, temples that had been around for hundreds, thousands of years. They destroyed them. Uh, works of art in the Iraqi museums were destroyed because they could justify destroying. So if we no, can, and I get, I, yeah. You, so you, if you, we can defend, you get on the slope of right. Well, we can justify destroying right. anything if, and everything, right? And if we the can thing defend, is, it's like there has to be a okay. You have to do some self reflection mm-hmm. internally, not individually, but mm-hmm. as as a nation. Like the people are like, okay, let's go ahead and consider the things that we need to we need to change, and or or remove or whatever. And here's the thing is. Like you, if you get to the point where you're like, okay, anyone who ever had anything wrong with them or said anything wrong, we're going to go ahead and cancel them out. Mm-hmm. And that, ha- that has happened so much. And if somebody said something or did something out of hand and, and it's gotten to the point where it's the far left that is, that's going after everyone. Um, it's so funny. Like there's, there was a, there was a letter uh, signed by a ton of people. Um, it was in Harper's. It was at the uh, about the cancel culture, right? About yeah, the you cancel had, culture. Uh, what was that? Uh, that one Noam writer, Chom- Noam, yeah, Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. But very, very wise of of the New York Times was on there. But it was a whole bunch of people on there. But it was so stupid because they were like, "We need to um, stop this cancel culture 
but the the paper was really just like you're bashing the people on the right mm-hmm. at the same time. But you're going after the right, and you're not calling out what exactly. Like they're talking to the left, mm-hmm. but they're saying we would expect this from the right. I'm like, why the hell would you expect that from the right? The right doesn't do that. You know, the right the right's not going out into the street like pulling down stuff. You know, that's been the left for the past 120 years for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So they, they missed the, I think they missed the boat there by saying they're trying to reach the left and saying, we need to stop this cancel culture. Right. Well, because we would have expected it from the right. And like, no, you right. wouldn't. You would expect it from the left because the left, that's what they do. And uh-huh. that's the one, those are the ones that are doing the what cancel was, culture. What was, uh, I don't know if it was Churchill. Somebody was saying that um, if you, if people are being fed to alligators, and you allow them to be fed, or you, you allow people to be eaten by alligators, and then they come after you, or the alligator comes after you. Well, now you don't have anyone to defend you. Have you heard that saying? Something about alligators, or or when the Nazis came after the Jews and nobody defended the Jews. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually they came after us, and there was exactly. nobody. Okay, yeah. So the cancel culture, um, the cancel culture was doing this. The j- the reason st- why those people started saying stuff is because they were now they being, were the, being canceled. Right. Like you're an idiot. Like right. of course that's why you're you're now speaking out. Right. You're the ones getting canceled. Jerry Seinfeld and I think Chris Rock, years ago, stated we're not going to college campuses because those people are nuts. Yeah. So they saw the writing on the wall, and but now they're being targeted. Mm-hmm. You know, Noam Chomsky and the that Rowling, the one who wrote those, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Yeah. Rowling. She was now being targeted, yeah. and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! Don't come after yeah, us. Go like, after the right wing people." You're real, exactly. Yeah. Like you realize, okay, just because you're on the left and you disagree with someone on the right, and all of a sudden, like cancel culture comes after the person on the right, and you're mm-hmm. like. Yeah. We were, okay. Yeah. I mean, it. I disagree with what that person said. It's very offensive. So yeah, go after them. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you have a belief mm-hmm. that is contrary to the cancel culture or the far left. And when you state that belief, you realize, oh wow, look at what I have created. It, it is a it is a monster that you cannot control. It's a Frankenstein. Right. And that is that's the that is the primary concern is once you start out of hand tearing things down like what's been going on and then you give leeway and say yeah you got it you got a real point there you know let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do that oh yeah you can go and destroy public property by by painting black lives matter out of hand you know i don't care how evenly you know those letters are put in mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah you have now um it is i think it's you know you have more or less ex post facto i think is what it is is like you made laws to make sure that you couldn't punish those people for doing that, even though it was against the law at the time that they did it. So they're like, okay, you've already done it. So we're not going to get you in trouble. So we're going to make a law that is going to be, we're going to, we're going to make it to where you won't get in trouble. So don't worry about it. Who the BLM? Yeah. Okay. Like we're going to make a law. So don't worry about it. We know that you destroyed the property. Well, but, you know, there was, there was that so so that we, so that you won't get in trouble, mm-hmm. and that we will now encourage you to do more of this because we broke the law. You changed the law so that what we did to break the law is no longer against the law. If you are not encouraging outright chaos, 
by doing that, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, okay. What about that lady? They they, they painted on in New York City, Manhattan. They painted Black Lives Matter in front of the Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. Well, then the, this one lady. There might have been two. Yeah, and they, they showed up. Them. Yeah. They showed up and they started dumping paint on the Black Lives Matter street or yep. the the mural on the street. Okay. Well, do you arrest her? That's what they did. They did, and and she was the, the lady was screaming. Here's, here's what I yeah yeah she was like all lives matter and she was and yeah she, she was like, saying Jesus save the name. cops yeah, yeah the, I mean she was trying refund to refund the police and refund, stuff refund yeah I thought it was pretty humorous because you've got this lady she's she's doing her thing mm-hmm. pouring paint everywhere and those cops are like you can tell. They but were they're not. not really interested in arresting her. Yeah. They're like barely holding her, like, yeah. hey, ma'am. Yeah. You know, and like, she's just going nuts. She's like, refund, yeah, she's saying every, refund the yeah. police. Refund. And, and they're the like, cops are like going, she's right. I keep, keep dumping. Yeah. Keep. And you're like, I'm going to act like I'm going to try, yeah. I'm trying to hold you back. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, look, we've seen cops really restrain people. And I thought that was, to me, I thought that it was commendable because mm-hmm. it was like, you have broken the law to do what you've done, and now you have somebody coming in and being like, you know what? Screw it. I, yeah. I will meet you tit for tat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a good thing. I don't it's, like it's it. When, it's when that, what it's but led it's to. What it has led yeah. to. And, But lastly, when it comes to, let's say, comparisons, Robert E. Lee, which led to the death of 400,000 guys and i know all of them were not under him but he was such a great commander that i think he in his brilliance militarily mm-hmm. extended that war so but that's a conversation for another day but i really think that that you know it was was the case i'm not like i said comparing I'm not... saul ross mm-hmm. to robert e lee there is no i think you're missing, comparison i think you're kind of missing the point the point I'm... my question is mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Miss the point? I haven't even made my point yet. Well, because you're you're discussing how much were killed under uh, Robert E. Lee versus how much were killed under Saul Ross. No, I that... wasn't going to make that comparison. Okay, go ahead. Do you mind if I make my point? You know, Is that okay? You're a little on the I know long... you're an A&M fan. You're, you're little... I'm long-winded. You're a little long-winded. Did you hear your tirade earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I just said that I fell asleep for a little while. One made me oh, a, oh, one yeah. made me a, the a de- ham sandwich. The de facto, ex facto. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't figure out. I, I still don't know which one it is now. Anyways, um, see what you did. You were talking about comparing Robert E. Lee's yeah, extending the war. Okay. Saul Ross, Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Last question. Where do you draw that line on, okay, Robert E. Lee, the general of generals in the Civil War for the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Saul Ross, who was this good man who helped a ton of people do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But we're, but he fought for the Confederacy. Like so, where do we where do we draw the line, or do we just say, you know what, leave it as is? The re- like I said, and I'm gonna. I know there's gonna be someone who's gonna call me something like a white supremacist, even though I am. Lebanese, I have no Europe. Yeah. I'm Lebanese. I have no European blood in me. Because I know of what kind of, uh, what's that saying about opening up a can of worms or Pandora's box, that if you start with Robert E. Lee, you're going to move on to Philip Schuyler, who was a Revolutionary War general. You had George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, 
Mount Rushmore is now being called a monument to two slave owners. Yeah, they're okay. so stupid. Okay, it's gotten to that. Okay, um, we're going to go after now all the founding fathers who had... Are, are we going to tear down the Washington Monument? Are we going to tear down the Jefferson Memorial? Um, so if you're going to be consistent about anyone, let's say, who owned a slave... Let's remove Michelangelo. I'm going to state this. Let's remove the, the Michelangelo state, uh, statue of David, okay? If you're going to remove the... Uh, if you want to get rid of the national anthem because it was written by someone who either defended slavery or owned slaves, then we have to get rid of the uh, Tanakh, the, the Hebrew Bible. We have to get rid of the Quran. We have to get rid of the Hadiths. Uh, Abraham, the father of Isaac and uh, Ishmael, owned slaves. Um, I don't know if Ishmael owned slaves, but the fact that, according to Islamic tradition, the Kaaba in Mecca was built by Abraham, a slave owner, you're going to have to tear it down. Okay, uh, and then you have to tear down any. You know, Muhammad owned slaves. You have to. You have to tear down anything that's a monument to Islam. You're going to have to tear down because. It's affiliated with slavery. You're going to have to tear down anything that's Jewish because it's affiliated with slavery. King David owned slaves. Solomon owned slaves. Um, Abraham owned slaves. Is that what is that is that what you want? Because if you're going to be consistent, if you're going to go after Philip Schuyler, you're going to have to go after David. You're going to have to go after Muhammad. You're going to have to go and after I, I, uh, Abraham. I concede your point there. I think the line. I think the the basis has to be changed mm -hmm. and i'm sure people are going to be like whoa dustin i wouldn't say that um i don't think that the standard should be set at slavery because of what you're saying mm -hmm. because if you base it on things that were part of human civilization for thousands of years i think that that is that's that's the slope to where you're just like okay now you got to, you will end up getting rid of all of history, mm -hmm. you know, to my point at the beginning was on the basis of your country, you went against your country to try to destroy it or split it apart. Therefore, you should not have this, you should not be honored with this recognition of you as this great person when you were part of tearing the country apart. And that can go from Robert E. Lee and whatever other general you want to, and, you know, military genius from the Confederacy that you want to put on there all the way over to UK with mm -hmm. George Washington. I, I, was, well. I would agree with you to some extent. I have always stated, don't fault the soldier. You want to fault the statesman? Jefferson Davis, I completely understand. I, I, I cannot defend Jefferson Davis, even though he served in the U.S. military. I, I leave that alone, okay? I'm not going to touch it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't fault Erwin Rommel for fighting for Germany in World War II. He was fighting for his country. He was fighting for his fatherland. He wasn't fighting for Adolf Hitler. He wasn't fighting for the genocide of Jews. He was fighting for his country. Mm -hmm. And when you look at your Robert E. Lees or your Stonewall Jacksons or um, your Saul Rosses, uh, even Richard Dowling, 
who they've removed his street, they removed his statue. He didn't own slaves. They fought for what they thought was their home, mm-hmm. okay? And that's all I'm getting at, is, yeah. is that y- you cannot judge people by today's standards. Mm-hmm. You have to go back, look at... You know, look, in the 1980s, in the 1980s, I did things and said things to some people because at the time it was accepted, whereas now it would not be accepted. Right. So am I going to be judged as a human being for what I did in the 80s. In, in a time where it was fine. Yes. Yeah, and that's my point. I'm just saying, ultimately, we should not celebrate or honor people who were against the country, against the foundation of, mm-hmm. you know, and you can say, well, Dustin, he was about states' rights. And yeah, okay, I, I'll, I'll concede that point. Doesn't change the fact oh, I, that I, these people... I agree, I agree. ...agreed I to agree. tear the country apart. That, that ultimately is my my stance right. on that. This guy, I can't look at Robert E. Lee mm-hmm. and men of uh, who, who fought alongside him and say, yeah, let's have a statue up in a public place mm-hmm. in, a per, in a perception of honor. Right. And it just, to me, it doesn't make I'm sense. I'm the same way. Listen, again, I am not defending... I'm not defending the Confederacy, and I'm not defending Robert E. Lee. Right, I know What I'm not. stating is, is that there are a lot of people who still revere these men. And, and again, the soldiers were fighting for their states. That's all. They were fighting against Abraham Lincoln, just like if Donald Trump sent soldiers to suppress Portland and Seattle, and the people of... The, the the people of Washington and the people of Oregon want to defend their their fellow citizens. They're they the people of Portland, and they ended up getting into a shootout with the federal soldiers or or, or uh, yeah, federal the, troops agents. Right. It, it that's how the whole thing escalated. That that is how the whole thing escalated. Yep. And when when Lincoln called um, when he he called on all the states to supply soldiers to fight mm-hmm. uh, uh, South Carolina. Some of the states were like, no, absolutely not. They were there was rioting in in Maryland, uh, which was a it was still part of south of the Mason Dixon line. But there were there were uh, riots in Maryland. There was a, a lot of the governors of the states, Kentucky, were all like, no, we're not going to supply you with soldiers to fight our fellow Americans. That's how the whole thing was escalated. Okay, it wasn't just okay. We're gonna, you know, there were seven states that originally left, but then Virginia, North Carolina. Tennessee and Arkansas were compelled to leave because they couldn't stomach the idea of fighting the original seven states um, uh, to help out Abraham Lincoln. That's how the whole thing just kind of went to hell. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are going to revere the and, and I'm just I'm just stating people the, the escalation of people it, may think, well, they ended up fighting the other side anyways. But you have to understand, like, at the onset of the Civil War, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. nobody really thought it was going to be an all-out war, and especially not to the point of what it actually right. became. Right. They didn't know. They had no yeah. idea that 600,000 men were going yeah. to be killed. I thought and it was going to be like a skirmish, though, get back to, right. you know, so, whatever. So it's, it's this whole de-escalation thing where do you want to sit and create a division, a discord in our country? My thing is, is that 
a lot of these statues um, shouldn't have been put up in the first place, but now that they're there, I, there's that thing where they're just going to go beyond. Uh, right now, uh, I think Andrew Jackson, either they're going after him or they did go after him and removed his statue in New Orleans. Now, that's the site of the Battle of New Orleans, which was the last major battle of mm -hmm. the War of 1812. You know, Andrew Jackson mm -hmm. saved New Orleans from the British Army. But it goes back to, like, what you were saying earlier, and to wrap up the show, mm -hmm. is... And that's why I said the standard shouldn't be slavery, mm -hmm. because slavery was part of, unfortunately, human civilization for... Thousands of thousands of years. Of years. Yes. yes. And it's like that's a standard that it's like the only way to get rid of that is like just to eliminate history altogether, which mm -hmm. is what the left really wants, mm -hmm. the, the hard left. And so, but it goes back to what you were saying. Like there were things that you did in the 80s or things that I did in the in, in the 80s and 90s or whatever and said, I'm sure. Um, it's like people would be like, dude, I you know, can't believe you, you said that or did mm -hmm. that or whatever. You know, we and everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. The standard that is being placed, and it's being called slavery, but no, that's not really what it is. What it is is the idea of perfection. Mm -hmm. You must be perfect, perfect. Yeah. in order to remain, and it's not even actually a religious or a righteous or a moral perfection. It is the perfection perceived of today through today's society that is being pushed unfortunately by the left. Yeah. And it should never that should never be the standard. Ever. Perfection mm. should never be the standard, you know, because then the only person that you should would be able to look at is Jesus Christ. Mm. And that's the first person we should be looking at. Really, the only person that we should be trying to like. But when we look at people who have gone before us, like the great George Washington, we have an example of what it means to be a man of integrity and character and bravery and courage. Mm -hmm. But if we eliminate that and eliminate everybody else, it's just like, well, yeah, you know, I know now now it's, you know when I, when I saw them going after Andrew Jackson, mm -hmm. Philip Schuyler, that's where I was like, see, see, yeah. they're going beyond right. the Confederacy. And, and the whole idea is and then and, perfection. Right, we've got to eliminate anybody who disagrees with what we think should be today. And who knows, a year Columbus. from now, five years from now, yeah. it'll be a complete change. Christopher Columbus's statue was removed in Chicago just uh, a few days yeah, ago, which is so idiotic, and it's yeah. based on. And misinformation, you know, look, miseducation. Italians, the Italians revere Christopher Columbus. So now you've pissed off the Italians. Yes. Okay. So congratulations. You're now yeah. you are further dividing people yeah. because But that's the whole idea. Right. Is to divide. Right. So all right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings our show to a close. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation. Some thought provoking points, we hope, um, for you while you were listening. Um and as always, we like to end on a scripture. So this scripture comes from Proverbs twenty-two twenty-eight, which sort of touches on a little bit of what we've talked about, where it says, Remove not the ancient landmark, which thy fathers have set. So more or less, be careful at what you try to remove, because when you remove that, you're removing history. You're removing reminders of how far you've come. All right, Alan. Where can people find us? They can find us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah, they can. And they can also find us on our very own website, 
www.thesonsofhistory.com. That thing's still up. It's still up. We, we do need to update it because it's, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've changed. We have changed. Um, now, they can also find you. I haven't been on in, in a couple of months. Uh, they, they can find you on the Epic Times. I still need to write it. I haven't written in in a good while. Really? Yeah. yeah. I haven't written. With this, with this whole situation of like the pandemic, mm-hmm. the lack of funds, yeah. you know. Right. Interestingly enough, when you get paid, you you actually are encouraged to write. Now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so, yeah, I have not written anything for the Epic Times in a couple of months. Um, but you can find me, and this is something that has taken up a little bit of my time. You can find me on Facebook Live. Just go to the Sons of History page every Tuesday night. I have a show. I call it Tuesday Night History Live. You go to Facebook, go to our page, The Sons of History. Like us, and then watch 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. And I might be a few minutes late, but I come on and I do a live broadcast. It's usually between 30 minutes to an hour of of an, uh, an important topic. And like I said, it's live, but you can watch it later on if you mm-hmm. missed it. Now, also on Thursdays, you have a show on Instagram. If you go That's to right. the Sons of History page on Instagram, you have your Thursday night live chats. That's right. Every Thursday night. And I typically have a guest. Uh, this past Thursday, I had Pastor Wendell Hutchins. We talked about the threat against the church right now. Um, here in the U.S., but also globally. We've got stuff going on like it was in 1936 in Spain to the French Revolution where people were attacking priests and ministers. Uh, the whole anti- arrest. anti-clerical yeah, movement. Yeah, they're, 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 they're burning churches and all this jazz. Uh, we talked about that, and we also talked about the church's response to the government shutting churches down and the lack of backbone that pastors and church organizations showed. Um, when their First Amendment rights were pretty much trampled underfoot. Um, the week before, I had Morgan Zeggers. We had a good talk about her organization, Young Americans Against Socialism. This coming week, I have a special guest, Jacqueline Thomas. She is the reigning Miss Arizona. But that is that is it for what's going on. Alan, yes. you got anything else? did want to also mention that I did have a Sunday broadcast last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two gentlemen, a good friend of mine, Tim Cole, and his son, Timoteo Cole, and we discussed race relations. It, it was long, two and a half hours, but we it was a conversation, it wasn't a debate, and we touched on a lot of things mm-hmm. regarding race relations. And I did bring up the whole statue thing where I'm um, not defending, and I have to keep saying it because... Right. Somebody will take a little sound bite from me and say, this guy is a white supremacist. But yeah. um, I was, I've just been stating that um, we have to put a line in the sand that states that if you cross it, then you're going to create another line and another line. And if you, have, if you just say, well, we just want to remove the statues of the Confederacy, mm-hmm. then you're going to move on to the next and the next, and the next. Yeah. And I warn people, and sure enough, that is exactly what is oh, happening yeah. right now. It's bound now. to happen. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure Christopher Columbus had something to do with the Confederacy. Yeah. Bars so. and stripes. Yep. So. so, there you go. There's, uh, you know. There you have it. I wonder if I should join the ACLU. Probably not. I, li- I like some of the things that they do. Yeah. Um, and, and some of the things that they say is like, look, 
um, you know, you we may defend people of ill repute right now, but that's because we're creating a firewall. If we can defend them, then yeah. we can defend you. But if you remove them, if you state that, well, they don't have a right, well, then you're next. Yeah, exactly. So, it's all about precedents. Yep. Precedents that are being set. Anyways, all right, good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that it. What? What did I say? Did I say that it? That it. Yeah, I did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the show. We hope that you enjoyed it. And we'll talk with you later. Mm-hmm.